0: Hey everyone. Welcome to the Woven Path Podcast, a subsidiary of the Mystic Moon Trading Company. Hello everyone. I hope everyone is having a fantastic day and that you are everything is just going your way and happy Maybine everyone. I hope everyone takes time today To give thanks and gratitude for all the blessings that you've had for those seeds that you planted this summer or this spring and you watched those seeds grow and you tended to them and nurtured them and now you are reaping the abundance. So I thought we would start this podcast off with some basic overview. And for the the first thing I want to talk about is witchcraft. What is it? I mean, if you're new to the craft, you probably have an inkling of what it is. You've probably read a few books and things of that nature. So, I just thought it would be nice just to review and go over this. So, witchcraft is basically the manipulation of energy through spells and intentions and rituals to produce a desired result. Um, A witch uses the powers along with the natural laws of the universe to shape reality and with there's no one path you can no two people are going to walk the same path ever so what you your path is compared to somebody else's, you're going to use different methods to manipulate that energy. And I don't like the word manipulate. I think that we work with the energy, that we work in tune with the energy. And that's the way I like to work, to look at it. So just remember that there's different paths and then there's different methods to each and everyone's path. Because no two are the same. The history of witchcraft people have been practicing some form of magic or witchcraft since the beginning of time you have the shamans you have the the uh the um Healers of old that used herbs and things of that nature. They were the medicine women of the village. And it was these people that, these women that had this knowledge that was passed down to them from generation to generation. And <clears throat> they knew what herbs to use and they knew how to help, they knew how to midwife. So, Witchcraft in, in some shape, form, or fashion has been around since the beginning of time. And there's actually one of the earliest records you can find in the Bible, in the book of Samuel, the first book of Samuel. Uh, remember, if, you, if you're a Christian witch or you're converting from the Christian path over to uh, witchcraft or paganism, uh, in the first book of Samuel, King Saul seeks out the witch of Endor to help to summon the prophet Samuel from the dead, from the realm of the dead. So, he needed Samuel's spirit to help him defeat the Philistine army. And this book was written sometime between 931 B.C. and 721 B.C. There's no no definitive date there. So, we can even find a witch... (laughs) In the in the Bible, a practicing witch. There, uh, it wasn't until around the mid fourteen hundreds that the witch hunt hysteria took over Europe. Uh, witches were hanged, uh, many burned at the stake, some were drowned. Uh, these were the common practices that um, the witch hunters uh, used to thwart out, you know, all of those who consorted with the devil because you know that's that's what the mainstream view of witchcraft is which is totally absolutely 100% wrong. So by the 1600s, the the hysteria has de- decreased in Europe, but over here in America in the New World, it's just gaining its foothold. Uh the Salem witch trials, which is the most well-known uh, persecution of that error uh, people from all over the world know about everybody knows about the Salem witch trials so in most of the people who were hunted down and killed were not witches in any shape form or fashion they were it's i have in my personal opinion and i have studied a lot of history is a lot of this had to do with people getting even so to speak You know, were there some people, were there some women? There were men and women. So, but anyway, my opinion. We'll move on. (laughs) Now, I don't want anyone to get confused between witchcraft and Wicca. There is a huge difference between Wicca and witchcraft. Wicca is an actual religion, and it is a recognized religion here in the United States. Witchcraft is the methodology. It is... That's what witchcraft is, while Wicca is a religious practice. Uh, Many Wiccans do identify as a witch, but not all Wiccans are witches. So remember that if you meet somebody who says they're Wiccan, don't automatically assume that they're a witch. Because you don't have to be Wiccan to be a witch, and you don't have to be a witch and be Wiccan. So just remember that. Uh, Wicca believes in a God and a goddess. I really like Wicca and I follow a lot of the tenets to Wicca, but I don't consider myself a Wiccan because I'm very eclectic in my practice. I, I pull bits and pieces. I, I do believe in a God and a goddess because I believe that there has to be balance in the universe. I believe in dark and light. You have to have balance. You have to have equality. So I wish there was no dark. But that's the way the universe is. They believe, Wicca also believes, both in a masculine and a feminine uh, are equally required for the whole of creation to be possible. Um, And I kind of follow this tenet. I believe that God and goddess created all of this. That it took both male and female. And we see that represented in life. You know, we have male and female. Uh, antelopes. We have male and female dogs and fish, and you know it's not. That's not the hard and fast rule. There's some species that that are not. They're what asexual is the word. So, but anyway, this is personally my opinion, and and you don't have to agree with me, and that is perfectly okay. Uh, wicca Wiccans tend to focus on their connection with the divine and their own spirituality. Uh, they, it, Wicca is very ceremonial, it is a very ceremonial magic, which is, they have a coven. Usually they work within a coven with a high priest and a high priestess. And like I said, it's very ceremonial. Now, pagans, what is a pagan? A lot of witches and Wiccans will identify as a pagan. I'm a witch. I identify as a pagan. I do. I consider myself a pagan a pagan is simply a country dweller or a person who lived in a rural area that is simply all pagan means so I am a simple country girl and I consider myself a pagan it wasn't until after Rome adopted Christianity that the word began to change meaning that pagan began began to Pagans were considered inferior. The Christians began to label the country folk, the people who refused to convert to Christianity, they referred to them as pagans and that they were less than, that they were inferior. Uh, Now, the word pagan can apply to any religion that is not Abrahamic and is not one of their offshoots. Like if you're Christian, if you're Baptist, you're Methodist. So if you if you're not one of the Abrahamic religions or one of their offshoots, you're pagan. And you worship most pagans worship nature, gods and goddesses, but there are many, many, many different forms of paganism. There is no one size fits all. <laughs> So, no one size fits all. All Alright, so now we've kind of, you know, thrashed out what witchcraft is, what Wicca is, what paganism is, and we did just a very brief history of witchcraft. So, you're interested in becoming a witch, and you're like, well, what can magic do for me? How can magic help me in any shape, form, or fashion? magic is a tool the universal energy that flows all around us and through us and about us is a tool that can help you take control of your circumstances that can help you take control of your life and allow you to attract blessings to your life uh, uh, help you to avoid some of those many bad decisions that we (laughs) often take um There are just so many ways that magic can improve your quality of life, that can improve your overall emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual body. Uh, It it improves your relationships. It helps you to attract prosperity. It can keep you safe from harm, enhance your overall health. You can protect your home. You can use magic to open new career opportunities, give you control of your life. You can strengthen that intuition. You know those gut feelings that you get, where you just know something. That's what magic can help you do. It can strengthen that because the more you trust that intuition, the stronger it grows. And the more you trust it, the stronger it grows. The more you listen to it because you know that it's always right. So now that we know how magic can help you, how do you become a witch? Uh, how? How? What do you just? Do you have to be a you know, uh, adopted into it? Do you have to be baptized into it? You know, how do you become a witch? You, there's nothing that you have to really do to become a witch. Anyone can be a witch. Anyone. First of all, I think it's very important before you you commit to your path or that you commit to this lifestyle or this change. I like to call it a path because This isn't a lifestyle, this is a dramatic change to the way you live your life, the way you live your everyday life. So, you need to know about the risks that come with practicing magic because you're going to be um, segregated, you're going to be talked about, Uh, family and friends won't have anything to do with you because they think that you're worshiping the devil, blah, 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 blah. So, know the risks before you think about this thoroughly before you commit to changing your path. And make sure that that's something that you can do, um, that you feel comfortable with doing. Um, Now, you need to choose your path. You know, do you want to, do you love to cook? So, is kitchen witchery something you would like? What about the green witch path? What about a traditional witch? How about an eclectic witch where you just take little bits of this and that and you put it together and you create your own path? That requires a lot of studying, a lot of reading under different paths, under different teachers and that's okay you just pull what you want and create your own path perhaps wicca really appeals to you so you you want to choose wicca so and then you need to learn the terminology that goes along with practicing the craft you know you need to know spells invocation evocation Casting a circle. What does all of that mean? The elements. North, south, east, west. What is their corresponding colors? And we'll talk about all of this in future episodes. So, you need to learn the terminology. And the best way to do that is by reading and studying. Or listening to this podcast. So, and again, study. Learn the history and the basics of witchcraft. Learn all that you can from as many different sources as you can because no two people practice the same. And then once you have shimmied all of this out, perhaps it's time to buy a few supplies. Maybe you want to buy a few candles and maybe some incense and that's perfectly fine to start with. You don't have to go out and buy you know, a boatload of stuff to start out with. Start out small, figure out what you would like to use in your practice, in your path and buy those things because when I know when I first started, you know I had to have a cauldron and I had to have this and I had to have that. and do you know how much I use some of that stuff? Never. So really think about your path and practice and add one thing at a time one thing at a time to your practice so you know you buy you some candles you know buy you a candle holder always practice safety uh and maybe you buy a cauldron next it's cauldron is very good too you can use it as a smudge pot you can use it to burn incense in you can use it to burn paper in you can use a cauldron in myriad of ways so start out with a couple, two or three things and then slowly and gradually add to it. That's what I would suggest. So, <clears throat> determining what type of witch you are, let's let's touch base right there just a minute. Take a stroll through the uh, metaphysical store and kind of take note of the items that you were drawn to. What are what calls to your soul? And I bet if you take a look around your house, you're going to find that you have a ton of stuff already there. That you've already collected a whole bunch of stuff. Candles, perhaps incense, maybe some herbs. You know, raid that kitchen cupboard. Uh, You probably have rosemary and basil and other herbs up in your cabinet. Um, When you travel somewhere and... Look at the activities and the attractions that draw your attention. So what are you drawn to when you travel? When you make a plan, you know, when you plan to go on a trip, say, for instance, you don't have children, that you're just planning a trip for you, what do you really like to do? Do you love to go sit out in nature and just enjoy the peace and the quiet and listen to the birds? Another thing to take a look at is what are your favorite TV shows? What are your favorite books and movies and music? So all of those all of this can kind of help you focus on where your path is. And look at your hobbies. What do you like to do for you know as a hobby? Do you sew? Do you paint? Do you draw? Do you make junk journals? Um, I'm a very crafty person. I love to create stuff. So I sew and I create journals and I used to paint. So that's stuff that I love to do. Um, And look back to your childhood. When you were a child, did you play with sticks and stones and weeds and things like that? And, you know, look... Think about that, you know, think about the different things that uh, through your life that you have been attracted to and that help you find your path. So now the types of uh, witches, um, we have um, a couple different forms of Wicca. One is Alexandrian Wicca, which um, is very similar to Gardenian Wicca uh it was formed in the 1960s it's very ceremonial magic uh with heavy influences of gardenian wicca and a mix of kabbalah i'm not too familiar with kabbalah i know a little bit about it uh it really focuses on the ceremonies to the god and the goddess uh, most of the Covens meet on the new and full moons and on each of the eight Sabbaths, um, perhaps you like astrology so and as you 're an astrology witch, a cosmic witch you love the sun and the moon signs and the planetary alignments. How about a chaos witch you you use psychology, spiritual, and energetic principles to make changes in the physical realm. Um, You use your own blend of magic, you craft spells with intentions, Uh, you use physics and science and psychology, and pretty much nothing is off limits for a chaos witch. Uh, A little different, a cosmic witch uses the stars and the planets and other astrological uh, elements to power and guide their magic. Uh, you cleanse your tools with moonlight and use moon water in your spell work. And you also prefer to practice your magic during the night time. Um, a crystal witch is someone who loves crystals. My daughter loves crystals and I do too. I wear them as jewelry. I keep them around the house. I carry them with me. And you know a wealth of knowledge about crystals and you incorporate them into your rituals and spell work. So perhaps you're a crystal witch. A Dianic witch or Dianic Wicca. This is a religious tradition that is centered around the feminine and goddess worship. It's similar to Gardenian. Um, They follow the Wiccan read. The difference here is they don't worship both a masculine and feminine. They only worship the feminine. So... And then we have a divination witch who loves reading the future by tarot cards, crystal balls, and tea leaves, and runes, and mirrors. And you believe that the power lies with your intuition if you're a divination witch. An eclectic witch, again, is a witch who takes various sources, various paths, and just blends them all together and formulates your own your own path and you most eclectic witches are solitary witches and that's what you will find mostly around here an elemental witch works with the elements of course including the fifth element which is spirit um, each element is associated with the direction and these are uh, during spell work or before spell work it's called calling in the quarters so They'll call in the quarters before they begin their spell work. Uh, homes and altars are often filled with things that remind them of the elements. Like you might have pictures of the ocean for the water, seashells, uh, feathers for air. You could have plants for earth. You know, you just fill your home with the representations of the elements. A fairy witch works with the energy of the fairies. They can also work with mermaids, ogres, gnomes, and other spirits. Uh, fairy witches um, will often go into the forest or into secluded areas to find the fairies, and they give the fairies gifts in return for their in return for their help. A fire witch is someone who loves to practice their that incorporates fire into their practices. This could be as simple as candle magic or a huge, uh, <coughs> pardon me, fire in a fire pit. Uh, most of the time they prefer to charge their magical tools with sunlight or fire. A gardenian witch follows gardenian wicca Which was created by Gerald Gardner around in the 1950s. This is a religious witchcraft. uh, And it is a coven, which is led by a high priest and priestess. Uh, They worship a goddess and a horned god. And they also follow the Wiccan Reed. All right, guys, there are several other. witches, (laughs) witches, <laughs> types of witches here. Let's see if we can work through these rather quickly. A green witch uses plants, herbs, and animals and other parts of nature in their practice. A gray witch is someone who incorporates duality and balance into their practice. Uh, let me see here. They believe that uh, nature is not completely positive or negative. It is neutral and balanced. That's a gray witch. A hearth witch. uh, A hearth witch's practice is centered around the home, herbal, kitchen, elemental magic. They use all of those things to make their home feel inviting and enchanted. Um, They love to cook and garden and clean and bring up children and grandchildren. Okay, and now a hedge witch. Is the hedge witch rides the barrier between the physical and the spiritual world? Uh, a hedge witch will work primarily with herbs and oils. They often practice kitchen hearth, they often practice kitchen hearth and green magic and tend to work with spirits. A hereditary witch is someone who has family members that or ancestors that practice witchcraft and then that tradition is passed down to them an intuitive witch is someone who has intuitive ability abilities uh beyond most ordinary people and they often perform spells and magic to avoid i'm sorry I'm reading my notes here, and I just totally read that wrong. (laughs) They use their magic to avoid absorbing energy around them. They're very clairvoyant, highly skilled at tarot cards, and are more, more than likely able to see auras. A kitchen witch is just that. Loves baking and cooking and that's their thing a lunar witch loves to practice around the lunar cycles they use traditional uh they use the moon phases and traditional practices that go with the moon phase or they make up their own and that's okay a nocturnal witch is someone who prefers to practice at night when their powers are the strongest uh, they include working with darkness or shadow self or the shadow self um, they take advantage of the lunar powers, the stars and the planets and the moon that are visible during the nighttime. A practical witch is a witch who sees how to incorporate magic into her everyday Monday life, mundane life and the magic just flows through her and just immerses within her life and they dabble in many, many different forms magic, a sea witch loves to use the natural sources of water. Of course, uh, ponds, ocean, lakes. Uh, they, you, you will see them with water and seashells and sand and sea glass, driftwood, sea animals, and all that good kind of stuff. A secular witch is any witch who practices outside of a religion. Uh, they do not call upon work or worship deities in their practice um these witches just don't incorporate any kind of spiritual um beliefs into their magical work there we go i'll get that right (laughs) all right just a few more and we're done a solitary witch is someone who performs spell work and rituals alone which is most of us and we incorporate various types of practices into our path we don't follow one a traditional witch takes a historical approach and tries to um blend their or tries to make their path as close to historically accurate as they can they look for old moors witch lore historical accounts and tried and true methods of spells and spell casting so one more a white witch is someone who uses magic for selfless purposes um they don't Perform hexes or curses or any other forms of magic that causes harm to another person. So that's just kind of a brief, there's so many more paths. We could go on and on and on, but hopefully that gave you a really, really broad overview of what witchcraft is, a brief little history, the different types of witches. And, you know, a little to think about if you start down this path, is it something that you really want to do? So, I hope that you enjoyed listening to me chatter on. (laughs) And again, happy Mabon to each and every one of you. May you take time today to thank the goddess and the great God for all the blessings that they have bestowed upon us. And take care, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.